I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. I'm your humble host, Amrit Sandhu, and you're tuning in to a conscious conversation designed to help you grow. Our mission here is simple. It's for you to live your purpose, live your best life, live the life you love. This podcast is sponsored by Enthusiasm for Life, by great creation itself. To keep the good vibes flowing for myself and yourself, do us a solid, subscribe to the Inspired Evolution podcast on YouTube the home of the Inspired Evolution podcast. Now sit back, relax, open your mind, open your heart to this conversation and stay inspired. Keep evolving. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. Today is an absolute treat. Not for y'all, for me for sure. Shai Agmon, thank you so much for being here, brother. Welcome to the show. Thanks for inviting me, man. It's an honor. Uh, the honor is absolutely mine. For those that don't know, and most of you don't know, Shy inspires my evolution. Actually, we catch up every fortnight. So, <laughs> so I, um, I, I, all my hats are off to you. Thank you so much for the grace that you afford me, all your gifts and guidance in life. For those that are wondering what that looks like, Shy is part of an emerging new wave of musicians and more specifically musical educators his background as a professional touring guitarist where woven together with his attraction to plant medicine spirituality and emerging heart consciousness has led him to develop a new way of understanding utilizing and ultimately teaching music i've been the recipient of some really incredible gifts i first came across shy on youtube making tutorials which oh man like for someone that's been on their musical journey for, you know, not very long, but long enough to sort of know how challenging the guitar can be. Um, I was at, at like coming across the tutorials so well put together, so short and sharp and to the point, yet so digestible. 
you know, I, one of my favorite quotes is this Albert Einstein quote, which is, if you can't explain it to a 10 year old, you don't really know it. <laughs> and I, when it comes to the guitar, sometimes I feel like a two year old <laughs> and the way your tutorials lay it out for me, you can tell that the road is so long, but yet you're able to make it really digestible. I guess I really wanted to tune in. Where did the inspiration to start bringing yourself to YouTube start from and for potentially from there, we can weave all the way back to where music really became a massive part of your life. So what inspired you to start publishing your, your music videos or your musical tutorials to, to YouTube? So actually, uh, posting tutorials on YouTube was really not the, the first thing that I was thinking to do. Yeah, I bet. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was doing lots of different things with music throughout my life. Uh, mm. I was working as a professional musician in uh, like music theater, and I was also working with, uh, with children, with special needs children, mm. doing music therapy. Um, and of course, in all sorts of different musical contexts. And um, well, actually, it was a request. The, the first tutorial that I posted uh, was for, um, for a famous medicine song, an indigenous song. And um, uh, a good friend of mine proposed, said, you know, maybe you should make a tutorial for this song. Mm. And um, yeah, at first, actually, my first thought was, do you really need a tutorial for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, but but um, I thought, yeah, let's let's go for it. And I posted it. It's uh, it's for a song called Ayahuasca Takimuiki. Ah, such a beautiful I, song. I, I posted it and I sort of uh, forgot about it. And I think it was maybe a, a year later that I um, I checked it out and I saw that many people were. Receiving uh, and and uh, yeah, like so it started like that. Was not mm. really a something super um, super conscious, but I saw that people are interested in it, mm -hmm. and so it started from there. So I started posting more and more. At first, it was like here and there, and I felt kind of like okay, let's let's try something. Um, and uh, in the last year, I really started making it okay. I'm, posting something every week and I started getting requests and engaging more with the audience and learning what, what works more, what works less. And it was also a, um, an important journey for me to actually make the videos and speak in mm. front of the camera and explain. It was not, not easy at all for me. It was also my own my own process. You wouldn't believe that listening to your videos, <laughs> but I, I appreciate you sharing that. There, there was a piece in there that I really want to sort of um, reach back to. Thank you so much for sharing. You mentioned um, therapy for kids with music. Tell us a little bit about what music and your awareness of, yeah, what, what led to that? How are you, because there seems to be this awareness and especially those that tune into your music, your music, is dedicated to devotional, ceremonial, spiritual music. Um, and yeah, there's so much beauty in it. Um, and so does the therapy, the awareness of music as a healing modality, is that something that you, that you would say is present for you? And can you elaborate on that? And then tell us a little bit about your journey yeah. when you started. Sure, sure. Um, I will, I will start with where I was before I, uh, I started working with the kids. So in my twenties, I was very much, it was really important for me to prove myself that I can like make a living out of music. Um, Which is a hard thing to do. 
it's is do. it as hard as uh, it is it is it as hard as it seems? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, because there's a whole archetype um, to devoted to that, right? Like the starving musician is like an archetype almost, yeah. right? But I mean, I, I mean, uh, for me, it was also a little bit like I was, I, I felt quite, quite angry, and I felt like uh, it's, it's just not right that I dedicated years of my life, and mm. I'm so skilled, and but like I, I, I don't know how to um how to earn money from it mm. and um and and that's where i i found the work in musical theater so i was i was uh working on on cruise ships oh. and i was playing in uh, in the big uh production shows on cruise ships and that really answered this uh more kind of like professional need uh-huh. certainly also to prove myself to to my family to my environment like uh, i can do that um but after after uh, about two years i also felt that it was a little bit um empty so mm-hmm. y- you know it was very professional and challenging like from a technical point of view but i was lacking more the connection uh, i was lacking the connection and and that's kind of like what brought me to go back to to israel back then i still lived in israel mm-hmm. and i found a great 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 uh work in um in a special school with uh, special needs kids and and that's where i found music as as a means to uh, to connect as mm. a means to uh, to build trust also because these these kids were very traumatized by authorities no. so music was also a way to kind of do something that is fun mm-hmm. and creative and and uh, builds a bond builds a bond together It's interesting because in that space, most people would have thought that when you've professionally made it and you're cruising around the world <laughs> and you're playing music for all these people that you've made it, but you described that it felt empty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like in you, I love the way you described it and like it lacked connection. I reflect a little bit on some of the trainings I do around on like public speaking and communication. And one of my least favorite words <laughs> in like people like public speaking and people come to public speaking trainings to learn how to be professional. And I'll put that in air quotes for those that are tuning into the audio podcast. And when I hear the word professional, all I hear is like, it lacks soul. <laughs> like it lacks soul, God damn it. Um, yeah. Is that kind of what the experience was for like after a while? Like it was great because it helped you sort of solidify your identity as a musician and like, hey, like I can make music and I can make a living from it. But perhaps it wasn't connected to the type of music or it wasn't doing with music what you wanted it to do um what do you want music to do yeah yeah it was um it was definitely a very important part of my journey uh, also mm-hmm. really stretched me in terms of uh, my my skills the technical skills and and also really opened me because it was the first time that i left israel and i was meeting people from all over the world and in general the cruise ships is a bit of a uh, parallel dimension it's like a, a whole different a whole different world from what i was used to mm. um, but yeah in terms of the work itself i was lacking the um, i was lacking the connection with the audience uh, mm. it felt a bit like um it's, it was kind of like it's like an energy field that already exists and then mm. you come and you do your guitar parts and mm-hmm. you need 
them well and you do them well but it's it's kind of like uh, a part of something that's already uh, it's not really something new and, and and the connection with the audience there is a connection of course mm. but it's it's not it, it didn't feel so much like me you know it, it was mm. more like um, um, coming okay. inside something that's already existing yeah yeah and, and then with the work of the kids was the whole like completely opposite <laughs> they were not uh, professional musicians and it was like very uh, kind of challenging to even get them to cooperate at all <laughs> but it was very it was very like that, that really came from my soul and it was very very creative it was kind of like uh, i found a way to reach them on the way to reach them and to to bring the creativity out of them yeah. uh and in this way also um that led to to cooperation and teamwork like let's make a song together you sing here you sing there mm -hmm. there's a little bit more uh, uh they're willing to cooperate and to work together mm -hmm. so the music was kind of like a tool to to do that and also to show themselves like hey now you sing you take the lead Maybe you have an idea for a line here. Let's make up our own song, these kind of things. Um, it's interesting when that happens, isn't it? Because there's a lot of um, empowerment that comes from creative expression. And yeah. I think the people that are aware of it are aware of it. But some people, this is a conversation that is completely oblivious to. <laughs> completely what? Oblivious to. Like for some people, it's just not even part of their awareness that creative expression is something that's really healthy for me. Like I think one of the things as even i've noticed just you know continually working with you to develop bits and pieces of my own repertoire with the guitar i've noticed just how much freer i feel on the guitar and how much more joy i have and just how much those moments of joy throughout you know just regular practice i feel more like oh yeah like i'm actually building a relationship with this instrument which is my best friend it brings me so much joy and that joy then per like goes into other parts of my life and I find that that yeah. creative expression is really like really important, but for some people they're, they're not as aware of that, but I'm sure in that environment, as you were helping other people find their voice, stepping into these roles, like, you know, playing an instrument or now's a great time for you to feature people are generally ending up more and more empowered. Right. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to talk about it because it's really kind of like, uh very important for me it's kind of yeah. a very important part of of of, um, of what i do and, and how i i um i see my role in this is indeed uh, helping people find their voice and show themselves and and connect to that that flow of creativity i mean actually most of the people that i work with also with the kids uh actually they they already have a very strong flow of creativity it's like mm. these these kind of channels are already there uh, what they were more needing a bit of help with is um like a bit of uh, discipline and and like work to actually get it mm. out um so and that's where the music was a bit of a means to build trust right because because uh, they had very bad experiences with with uh, authorities like teachers mm. and, and stuff. Um, so there was a lot of resistance 
towards any any attempt to kind of like okay let's let's structure it let's bring it out let's give it form let's work on the little details to that, that the energy can come out in mm. a more more clear way um, mm. and then uh, through through the music and 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 uh, you know the the creativity and the playfulness of it it, it kind of uh, um, they were cooperating we were co-working and that felt really really great really great and is the the shift in the other person what drives you <laughs> to offer more and more of this yeah definitely definitely like when you when you when you share for instance your experience that makes me really 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 happy like i can i can feel and with many of my students i i feel that like um if they go and and um they play in whatever in circles or to I, I have even students who are like uh birth and death doulas so mm. they play they use music also to to Help soften people transition uh, yeah exactly and, and it's really like this multi-dimensional music is a multi-dimensional kind of thing you know mm. uh, and then i feel that if i help them a little bit uh then it's also like the, the I'm also a part of it in a way. Mm. You know, so really great. You mentioned multidimensional. Tell me a little bit more about your awareness of music, because in there, like we're talking about, you know, people that are transitioning. You know, you mentioned birth and death doulas. You know, you've mentioned plant medicines earlier, and you know, these consciousness, heart expanding states, places, environments in which you know you're called to share your music. Um, what is music serving as in this space? Like, what is the role of music and its relationship with our, like you said, it's multidimensional, but yeah. does it serve a role? Is it the backdrop of life? Like, what, what, what I don't know. Oh, yeah, tell me a little bit more about what you perceive music as being. Mm, um, yeah. It's a big question. <laughs> it's a big question. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a big question. Um, yeah it's really deep it's really deep it's like uh i don't even know exactly how to put it into words but my feeling is always like music is a way it's it's a way to uh transmit like energy energetic codes or patterns it even mm. i feel it in my body often like the biology and the cells of the body respond to the frequencies of the of the sounds and the music um and it's I think the most powerful way to bypass all like, you know, resistance of the ego, because you're not saying anything to anyone like, oh, you need to do this, or this is wrong, or this is right. But then, you know, it's immediately, it's like, you, you know, you wake up the dog, mm. but hey, it's just music, you know, what can you say? You either feel it or you don't feel it. That's yeah. all. <laughs> you don't fight with it. Yeah. You, like the worst thing that can happen is, uh, okay, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. No big deal. But when you feel it, um, yeah, it really, it really awakens your body in a way. Can I ask about the creative? You no, know, it makes you, it moves in your body. Mm. Can I ask about the creative process? Generally, in your pursuit to make, and this is maybe just a question for me, but um, in your pursuit to make, do you do you strive to make music that? appeals to you fundamentally and when i say appeal appeal is a bit of an egotistical word but speaks to you is probably the language i wanted to use like are you looking when you're creating music to feel as much as you can when you're playing it or is that not a necessary ingredient and it's just about honoring 
whatever the song is to the best of your ability and trusting that it will create a shift for someone else or is your feeling a necessary ingredient? Mm. Love this question. Mm. <laughs> um, this is also a part of my, uh, of my journey. I can speak about it a lot. Thanks. When I was young, when I was like teenager uh, or in my early 20s, music was really, uh, I was completely in the dimensions of music and uh, there it was all about self-expression like mm. harmony and beauty and i would sometimes work two months on like this really i don't know where these things come from <laughs> <laughs> very uh very complex and and rich uh, musical arrangement and it was great and i really enjoyed it but i did feel at some point that's kind of like people don't feel it so much it's not it's, it's like me in my own world it's amazing but uh i couldn't really find a way to um make a connection with it mm. then i went to the other extreme which is to be like a professional you know in musical theater where you know you kind of uh it's not really your unique it's not really unique it's mm. very technical um and in a way, my whole journey is about finding this sweet spot. So, <laughs> the balance between the two. Yeah, because because on the one hand, if, if I go too far to like, okay, I just want to make a connection and let me teach you how to play Hotel California. Many people would like it. Mm. Um, you know, okay, then there is a connection. People get value from it, but it doesn't feel so much like shy. It's, it's a mm. bit like uh but then on the other hand if i'm just like i'm all about my kind of creative uh satisfaction and and this kind of things i can get too too much in these worlds and this was actually something that i saw in my own one of my own journeys um with plant medicine was that mm. the whole dimensions of music and art they can be in a way a trap because they're so seductive there is so much beauty and harmony that you just want to explore mm. and explore and explore and find, you know, the most perfect and most beautiful thing and, and work on it more. And, but it can lock you out from other people. Mm. It can lock you in, in a kind of, a, and many artists are kind of stuck there in like, you're, you're so like in love with the, with the, the art and you're not, that you forget that it's actually, it's, it's, it's energy that wants to, to flow through the heart and through the earth and to and to make connection and mm -hmm. to bring joy and like what you described to, to to go to other people so it's not all about being super professional wow and let me just add one more thing please add away <laughs> don't let me yes. interrupt you <laughs> yeah please so i think this is really what i'm exploring and um one of the things that i found that I'm doing now with with Patreon is that yeah. I, I let my audience choose the songs. So people send me songs so and I yeah. post a post every week, every right? Week. Every week. Yeah. And then uh, I let them choose the song. So they, the, the song that gets the most votes is the song that I work on. And then I, I do kind of tune into my own creativity and I make uh, an arrangement for a song. So my own variation on it, usually mm -hmm. I make two, one or one that's suitable for beginners and one that is more advanced. Mm -hmm. And this is what I, I give out. This is the output. So it's, it's a kind of a, uh, 
collaboration, creative collaboration. It's a conversation, like, man. They're talking to you, <laughs> and then yeah. And, and I swear, when I work in the days that I make the videos, I swear it's like I put the camera. I, I always take a few hours because I know it's, it takes time, and yeah. it's like I feel all of these people here in the room with me. <laughs> And it's like they're they're like why'd you choose that song i wanted my song <laughs> yeah and, and the guitar is kind of like the, the guitar is sort of like that's the center of it so i feel it like that's yeah. the center and then all of these different energies are like <sighs> and at some point it reaches a certain uh, uh alchemy and something mm -hmm. falls into place and then then it's there then i know okay this is what you get <laughs> I love that. And so, so it's really like, it's really, I, I really feel uh, that the audience, the, the people there, they are a part of it, 100%. It's just, I have the, the, the wiring and the fingers to, to get it out. But yeah. it, energetically, it's a collaboration. It's not just me. It's fascinating that when you create something from that special a place, um, yeah, I find even, you know, touch wood, and I don't really reach out to the Inspired Evolution audience to see. Well, every now and then I do actually, I make posts on my social saying, who would you recommend to be on the show? But um, yeah, I find the interaction of when the guests come on, what guests and at what time and particularly junctures I'm at in my life, it's always very profound and poetic. Um, you know, it's just yeah. the, the links and I'm sure that, you know, as people are requesting the songs and as it's connecting in and just the whole energy exchange must be like, so, oh, wow, okay, this is what is being called out of me today. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah, yeah, and surrender. yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. And it, and it can be also frustrating. Like sometimes <laughs> I get I don't really know what to do with this. I and was going to. Yeah. So it's also for me to go through my own resistances and can, because all of a sudden when it clicks, it's like, oh, wow, I would never think about this myself. Yeah. Like I wouldn't think about it. So but the requirement to serve others has pulled this out of me. <laughs> That's so good. Can you tell me a little yeah, bit about that? Stuff out of me that? That I didn't know were there. How did, like, surely someone's requested a song at some point where you've gone, nah, I can't do this song. <laughs> like, has that happened? Um, Touch wood, well, maybe not I yet. Do, I, it's kind of like I do listen to, I listen to all of the songs. It's also mm -hmm. really great for me. Uh, I, I discover lots of really great songs this way. Mm. Um, and I try to stay not, like, super involved. So it's like I just I put a poll and I let the people choose. Mm. Um, sometimes I do vote mm. myself. <laughs> I do have preferences sometimes. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I. Uh, it didn't happen that I said no. Like I, I do check sometimes the, the songs there. Like I, I would ask for a different version because many of the songs I, I get is really like it's from the middle of the jungle or something. Mm. So, <laughs> You know, yeah. it's very, sometimes, sometimes it's even hard to, to hear. It's, it's very kind of uh, esoteric in a way, mm -hmm. special songs. Yeah. Yeah, the awareness of, um, actually, on this juncture, probably the easiest thing to sort of mention also is for those that are tuning in, uh, there is going to be a link to the Patreon page below uh, in the show notes, wherever you're tuning, this in, tuning into this episode. Also, the YouTube channel. If you guys are just beginning on your journey, like, I was feel free to go check out the youtube channel and it's an easy way to access a whole bunch of tutorials um of, like for those that are medicine music oriented all your favorite songs are right there <laughs> yeah and if you want to go deeper i highly recommend checking out the patreon page brother you were saying um this awareness of like energy shifting music different chords different patterns different songs 
So music to you in a large way is this conductor to support the movement of energy in spaces within ourselves. It's a language that helps us with energy. Is that what you would describe it as? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's a good definition. Yeah. Mm. Um, That's what I took away from music. what you were saying before. Yeah, yeah. Music and, and especially playing an instrument is really, um, it's really, um, it's not like some uh, kind of uh, ideal, but it really does something to the body. You know that when you play, mm -hmm. you, you feel when you hear music or when you play, you feel your body responds to that. So I really feel this is something that really works on a biological level. Um, and especially when you learn to play an instrument, you're you're also kind of doing all sorts of wiring for your brain, right? Gymnastics. <laughs> when, when, when you yeah, when you work on coordination, for instance, you use a certain kind of focus to to build whatever nerve pathways. I'm, I'm not sure the technical terms. Yeah, the myelin sheets. Yeah. Like it's like I see it as like um, you know like uh, like roads, like highways mm. for for the, the, the more higher energy to flow down into the body. Mm. And especially when you work on rhythm, for instance, you work on coordination, and then at some point, your body starts to like feel it. Mm. So that that's really a feeling of like, uh, the energy going down, down, down from from like the, the higher energy centers into into the belly and the lower, the lower energy center. So it's, it's really a way to um, to open yourself to the new frequencies, man. Mm, I love that. I love that. You are a parent of two children. Is there a responsibility for them to learn music? <laughs> <laughs> How um, do you feel? Because I know I'm looking at my son and there's just bleeps of instruments around the house and like he's plucking at the guitar, he's banging on the headband and I'm like, yes, the master <laughs> plan is working. <laughs> you know? But I'm not pushing yeah. him. <laughs> but I'm just leaving things strategically in the right places, hopefully for magic to happen. What's your relationship with your kids and music? Yeah, um, no, I would never, I would never put any force into that. Never, never, never. Because usually when you when you put force and that then, then you always get resistance back. Push back. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me personally, nobody ever pushed me to to learn the guitar. Mm. It came from me. And I was like the most disciplined person you can imagine like really? as a teenager i would i would practice for like five six hours every day that was what was it about the guitar that pulled you in um i don't know but it was like i just knew that this is important and it, mm. it it's kind of like it was also a bit of a sort of a protection i, I mm. didn't really i felt like really misplaced in in my environment where i grew up in um social socially connecting was difficult for me so it was also just gave me sort of something else to focus on mm. um, but there was definitely also a sense of like wow this, this is really important and i'm going to to do it whether other people get it or not yeah like um so but what i what i was about to say i was super disciplined but it didn't came at all from my parents or it was the other way around people would tell me like you know just like go out and uh socialize or, or mm. do something else you know what, what are you doing there in your room all day yeah. <laughs> like the scales like mm. <laughs> um so with my children they are both really musical 
Mm. Um, and my daughter did start to play guitar just uh, a few months ago, turned 11, yeah. uh, which is the same age that I started and I teach her. Mm. Um, but it, it's really, uh, it, it, it came for, from her. She mm. wanted to, and, and uh, you know, I'm super happy, of course, to, 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 to help her and to see how she also, she's a very fast learner. But I would not force it. And also, if she doesn't feel it, I would just leave it. And my son, I don't think he will need me at all. He's uh, three years old and he's singing like <laughs> Dutch in Hebrew. He's amazing. <laughs> Does that piss you off sometimes? You're like, man, you started so much earlier than I did. <laughs> like, I wish I started when I was your age. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't have that. I'm just I'm super happy to see him just like expressing himself. His voice is so sweet. And, and oh, that's, that's beautiful. I want to ask on that note, do you think music is for everyone or do you think it's something that some people are called to and some people aren't? Because I'm sure people that are tuning into this, um, you know, they've got me who's kind of at the beginning of their musical journey, someone like yourself who's dedicated, you know, over a couple of decades to it or more, you know, speaking about music, is it for everyone or what are your thoughts in that space? It is for everyone, but really on different... Uh different levels so for mm -hmm. sure it's not for everyone to to be kind of like me i was really um that was like the only thing actually mm. was, um, um so some people are feel, feeling called to really sort of learn the the instrument in a very you know it's almost like it becomes a part of your body but mm. it, it requires a lot of dedication and devotion it's it's like professional athletes pretty much you're just kind mm. of like for a few years you're really spending many many hours studying the instrument uh, so that's for sure not for everyone um, but I think for everyone there is a certain place of music in their life so for some people it's just to take a few lessons to get some basic techniques so they can just play some chords and sing Mm. that's also amazing you know and, and for, for for many people for most of the people i work with it's more about supporting their singing actually it's more like mm. they're singers or intuitive musicians or sound healers and they just need like a tiny bit of technique and rhythm to to sort of give give their voice more power so that's all and that's perfect and for some people there is no even uh, desire to learn instruments maybe they can just enjoy listening to music or singing in a circle so um you know for some people it's important to make the step of of being in front and, and singing and showing themselves mm. it, it serves different purpose for each person yeah i find sometimes even in the um in the meditation retreat um space you find um 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. People, like, there's so much emotion in someone stepping up for the first time to play a song that you know yeah. means so much to them. And because, obviously, there's, a, like, there's some pressure in that space at times, you know, they, they will definitely deliver a version, most often than not, that is not what they've practised at home. And, you know, it's a, you know, and for them, it, they feel like it's a shame that I've been in those retreats and just realized, oh my God, like that was a masterpiece, you know, like yeah, so, yeah. the song, the, 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 the lyrics of the song were about finding your way through the darkness and staying committed to your path and finding the light, something like that, right? Spiritual in its nature. And the person is trying really hard to find the chords and stay committed and find the light in the song. And it's just like, wow, you know, it's, yeah, I love when those moments of serendipity happen in music as well. One of the interesting things that I came across with, um, I was reading This Is Your Brain on Music by Peter Lewin, I think it was. I might have the author wrong, pardon me if I do. Um, and he, one of the early chapters, he talks about how music, like how much performance music became like this us and them thing with music and how, you know, it was only a couple of hundred years ago where everybody sang, like everybody, like cooking dish, cooking, walking, cleaning. Still the case in Ireland. Yeah, still the case in Ireland, yeah in ireland yeah yeah i love that and but now it's like because there's these performers and it's like oh those that are really good at music they make music and it's like oh no i don't i don't do that you know and just the disenfranchisement that that creates from a very we discussed this earlier like a really special part of you or a tender or a vital part of you i would say but may not maybe not so vital for everybody but like a special part of everybody um not having that freedom to express because they're judging their own expression compared to yeah. other people. I can tell you've shared quite a bit that that's been a part of your journey. How have you overcome some of those things? Um, yeah, I have a few things too uh, that I feel like uh, saying about it. First of all, what you describe is very true and it's, it's actually one of, of, of my, my lessons that I had with, with my experience with plant medicine was really that there is kind of a collective thing happening in the, let's call it the collective musicians or maybe even collective artists mm. um, field where there is a correction that is happening in, in these times. So in the previous decades, like especially if you think, I don't know, 70s, 80s, uh it was one big ego trip um and indeed musicians were in a way they were abusing their gifts it became an mm. egoic thing of i am you know on the stage and you are all like kind of worshiping me uh and i am like the, the special one and it came from a very polarized sort of dynamic where 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 uh, uh yeah it had like this frequency of 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 worship and um, mm. yeah, just lots of ego. People handing uh, over their power to the musician. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and I think that for this reason, actually, nowadays, like most musicians find it very, very hard to um, to connect. It's like the audience became a bit like, well, you know, we don't want this. And mm -hmm. they're kind of like, in a way, right, that because there is something in the energy that needs to correct itself, because music originally uh, is a means to connect, to empower, to to share, to, um, I mean, of course, some people are more talented and some people also dedicate big parts of their lives to, to become more masterful. So it makes sense that some people will be more in front, but mm. it, um, it, it needs to, it's a way to, to serve and to share and to exchange energy, not, not, not the ego. Um, so that's, that's kind of like, one thing where I think nowadays many, many musicians and artists in general are searching for the way to like create new platforms for their mm. art because the old models just don't seem to work anymore. At least from what I see, I don't see many people like buying CDs or, or mm. going to like concerts. It's just, it seems like people are searching for something different, something mm. that has more, um, more connection in it. Is there something that you see emerging in that space to satisfy that need? It's definitely a part of what I'm, I'm uh, researching myself in my own work. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Like the new models, the new ways of, um, of art. It's like, mm. it, it, it's, it's a bit like with the, with the financial system where I think everybody feels like the old system is kind of like, Mm, what's going on here? No one's doing it anymore. It's like, okay, we need money is important, but but it feels kind of like the way that it's structured. Yeah, that, that, that ten years ago felt really like normal. Mm. Uh, so there is something new, a new system, a new way of um, exchanging money, energy, mm. art, also as a part of it, uh, but that is more more kind of like aligned with. Um, with nature, with how energy exchange in nature goes. It's, it's mm -hmm. very different. There's a lot of energy exchange in nature, but it's not, it's not like uh, what we grew up on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the energy exchanges that you're describing in nature, I feel everything feeds back into itself is one of the most profound things that I keep when I go for my walks. It's just like, uh, just the harmony of it all is a bit, does my head in. <laughs> it's just like... It's incredible, whereas, yeah, I can appreciate what you're describing in terms of the dichotomy between I'm up here and, you know, you're receiving down there and then people having, having enough of that and sort of even pushing it away now. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned also your fear of sort of stepping out behind the camera and sharing yourself more and more. Um, what's helped you overcome the fear? Just take big, bold action or <laughs> what's, um, what's helped you with that? I will, I will tell you, actually, I was, uh, I was working with uh, a coach in Israel. Mm. He's also a good friend of mine and he is also, uh, he really helped me a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, we spoke about it. Um, and actually what, what really helped me was to, um, he helped me to make a sort of commitment like mm. okay this is something that i want it really comes from comes from my heart i want to show myself i want to give for myself i want um, to reach the people like i can i can you know i can spend uh, months in my own room and write great music and stuff but if nobody can 
receive anything from it and I don't want. Mm. Um, but I was also very conscious. Uh, there is a lot of resistance in me, a lot of uh, yeah, fear and, and judgment and all of these things. So it, it didn't really feel so much fun or flowing in the beginning. Mm. Uh, and my commitment was for uh, for three months every week I make a video yeah I take um, I don't remember maybe three or four hours for it I do my best for these four hours and I let go and I put it the best mm. way I could and, and, and I just and this is a great way to uh, to work on like really sticky uh heavy resistance because mm. you actually cannot you cannot really uh kind of uh, uh let it go at one time it takes mm. a lot of time so it's more like you soften you soften and at first at first i i hated my own videos i couldn't like watch it i thought like this is horrible but mm. you know after three months i i i, I saw like wow i have uh, i have like uh, already three thousand views a month so people people get like they feel it mm -hmm. they really so, do bro <laughs> you know, like, and then also it changed how i would see myself so at first if i would look up like, oh, you speak like uh, you're so this you're not charismatic you're uh da -da 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 -da. and then you know, I started also seeing myself differently, like, uh, hey, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're bringing something special, you're helping people, people get value from it. Like, so what if you're not uh, Tony Robbins, you know, mm. you do it like the best way you can. And, and the, the, the genuine intention behind it is felt. This is more important than technique, you know, and how how well you're like uh, speaking and having like jumping texts all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to, I have to say that going back to where we started the episode and we discussed, you know, the, the archetype of the starving musician and, you know, how hard it can be to make money as a musician, watching your platform continue to grow, touch wood, you know, the YouTube platform, like videos have thousands and thousands and thousands of you. And I'm grateful that some of my favorite songs have thousands of views for the tutorials as well, because I can feel that that song that I love, the energy of, is spreading around the world. People are learning it and they're playing it thanks to Shy. Um, yeah, it means a lot to me, but that's my little kooky self. But also watching, you know, when I first was following, Patreon wasn't really a thing for you and then it started becoming a thing. And I was like, oh, Patreon, you know, and then, you know, you started offering the Patreon and it's almost like I can see that your business model is part of your art and your expression and your creativity that you're finding your way as you're going yeah. and actually the creativity is rewarding you back. Um, yeah. It's been a real, it's been a real, um, and I think that's, you know, the intention comes through in your videos in the way that you share it as well. It's, it's super humble yet super accessible and I get a lot out of it. I have to ask what's next, what's on the horizon, what's budding, what's brewing. doesn't have to be like, it's definitely coming, but what's going off in your head about what's possible next. Like Patreon is definitely got a community that's thriving there um, for people that, you know, are into medicine music and want to learn how to make their own songs. And, you know, you give various degrees of, you know, easy, novice, intermediate and expert level tra trainings um, on particular videos, given, you know, you make the request and then you get it, but what's, what's, is there anything that's next that's emerging? Yeah. Um, so first of all, I, I want to share something about Patreon because yeah. it's not really something that I, I was kind of like planning ahead. 
Mm. It also, in a way, it came as a as an answer to a sort of imbalance that I was feeling. Mm. So what what happened was, uh, yeah, I started getting more and more requests, and people were responding to the content that I uploaded on YouTube, mm. um, and. Then I also started doing private tutorials. So people would ask for um, for songs. Can you can you teach me how to play this song, or can you make an arrangement for that song? And there was always something that didn't feel quite right to me because I would always I would either say, okay, I'll do it for free and put it on YouTube because it's good for me to uh, you know to grow my my channel. Mm. Or I would do it as a sort of a private uh, like work, like a lesson. Just instead mm. of a lesson, I make a private tutorial and and I would charge for it. But then I felt like it's, it doesn't feel so nice to put it on YouTube the next day if the person just uh, uh, paid paid for it. And I was constantly thinking, like, I wish there would just be a way where many people can just put a tiny bit of money so I also feel appreciated for the work and the time that I do because I also have two kids. Yeah. And I'm not like just make videos every day. I'm yeah. Just, you know, YouTube is great. YouTube is great. It's a great platform, but you're not at least you need to be very very big to to mm. actually earn from YouTube directly. I'm not earning anything from YouTube. Mm. Um, so the Patreon came as a sort of um, an answer to to mm. be kind of like asking for that because mm. I also felt a bit angry sometimes like I don't want to uh, work all the time for free it also doesn't feel mm. good yeah and, um, a few people mentioned patreon and uh, so I started looking into it and I thought wow that maybe that's what I'm looking for because here's a platform where people pay a very low monthly subscription and they get access to everything and it can grow you know it has like the potential is infinite. Mm. So, so everything that you you're supporting now, you're helping me create now. It's it's not just for you and for the people that are there now. It's also for the people that will be there in one year, two year, three years. Ten so years. you're actually, you know, you're really you're really helping many many people by mm. uh, by being a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so so that's kind of like how it came to be. Mm. Um, and for the next steps, to be honest, I don't know yet <laughs> because mm. I'm discovering as I go. I'm discovering through through uh, through through the interactions with the audience and through seeing what people respond to and what people less respond to. I definitely have the desire to share more um, more of my like uh, original music and more mm. uh, also a bit more of the technical and exercises stuff um but i'm kind of looking for a way to blend it together with with the songs that people love and you know that it's that it's two-way and that mm. people uh, enjoy it and, and get benefit from it thank you so much for sharing that i know it's a uh, sometimes it can be a bit taboo to ask mechanics of someone's business <laughs> yes so i better really appreciate that um one of the things that I can really hear from there, and you mentioned this earlier as well, is everything is organically growing um, through this essence of what I would call service. Um, you might have a different different word for it, but the energy of me feels like service. You know, in service, and you know, what do people want, and then what can I you know, support them with? And you know, for me, that is that is service, and it's a big. My second highest value is contribution, so it means a lot to me. Um, 
But you also mentioned channel, like the word channel before and like music sort of coming through and, you know, almost yourself being in service to almost like music exists in a field or something and, you know, you're in service to the music as well. I guess with sort of those two pieces of information in my awareness in this conversation, I'd just like to ask you what, you know, what is your relationship with service channel? Like, yeah, what is, what's in there for you? And is that a big part of how you live your life or what does service mean to you? Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, um i i feel like for me it really has um it's connected to to being connected to the um, to the whole and what serves like the whole field Mm. Um, so yeah i would definitely say that the kind of channeling channels for me and also for most of my students are very open. Like I was, I was for many years, uh, so very much, not just in the context of music, but I was into channelers and I would do readings and I would channel myself. And like, I was very open to those, to those realms. Um, but a big, 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 big part of my own journey is learning how to ground that energy and structure technique. Um, yeah, and, and with giving and with feeling the, the field and the whole, uh, because these, these, these channels or these frequency ranges, mm. they can be a prison, they, they can hook you in there, and you can feel very, whatever, very artistic or very enlightened or but you're actually in a prison and you're not aware of it. Mm. And the key is always to, uh, to ground and, and to, uh, so yeah, you say service is, I think it's about, and it's Grounding. a big process for me because I actually, I don't really have the talent so much to feel the field. Like mm. I see it often with other people, they just feel, okay, that's what the field is asking for. I, for me, it's, it's still very difficult. Something mm. that, that I, um, I'm learning mm-hmm. and, and my audience helps me and mm. um, uh, so um, yeah that's I think that's how I see services it's really like not just about what I want as an artist as a, you know as a, an individual but what does the field needs the most right now mm. what what would serve the whole right now the best and uh, women in general, I notice, are more attuned to that. It's like yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. And I'm like, I'm honest. It's also feedback I sometimes get, like uh, that I can be really in, in my own world and not notice, like uh, okay, mm. there's there's something that needs to happen there and there and there, and it's more important than uh, mm. you know me doing my thing. Mm. So it's it's uh, yeah when when you talk about service i think it's about uh, learning to balance that and and um yeah to find the the, the sweet spot between being yourself and, and and integrity and expressing yourself but also feeling how that relates to to the whole to other people to uh, to the context for those that 
um, the idea of channeling music or connecting to music in a field somewhere that is outside of what's happening within them, would you inv- how would you invite them to open into that space or is everybody different and for some people it's open and for some people it's not? Mm. From what I see, it is like all people have it. I can mm. see it. I can see it very like clearly. I can feel it. I can sometimes mm. with, with some people I work with, it's it's almost like I'm I'm just kind of it, it comes through me, but it's theirs. Mm. So I can feel that as well. Um, and from what I see, there are just there are two different types of blockages to mm-hmm. allow this this uh, flow of energy to take form. So it's never that it's not there. There are just two types of blockages. One type is um, like what we spoke about before: self judgments and criticism, which are things that we learn as kids. Uh, so, f- for instance, the way it looks for some people is like it starts to come, they, they start to want to experience it, but they, you know, the judgments are so, so, um, so rough that you don't really have the opportunity. It's like you're playing two notes, like, wow, it sucks. Stop. But, yeah, but the way creativity works, is like how a baby learns to walk. Imagine yeah. a baby try one time. It's walk. Like, it sucks. I'm never going to walk again. <laughs> yeah. No, you do it and you do it and you do it and you do it. <laughs> And creativity works the same way. You you get something, you play something, and it doesn't sound like anything. And then like, oh, that was nice. Let's try that a bit different. So you have to be very, very neutral in a way. It, it cannot flow if, if the, the judgments are like uh, immediately, ah, oh, that sucks. That's not working. So that's one type of, um, of, of a blockage, which is more like a mental thing that you can uh, soften also like this is also a part of, of what I uh, I work with with people is is just to uh, it's it's not about also like getting rid of it it's just about softening it mm. softening that's the key word that's how I I like to work uh, because if you start to fight it you're in the same energy field of the you're in the same frequencies of the of what you're trying to change. Mm. Um, so that's one type of blockage, and the second is um, is more resistance to to the more kind of like masculine aspect of, of discipline, of technique, of structure. Some people, uh, because of because we're all as a society kind of in a way traumatized by the imbalanced masculine that's like uh, well, trying to control. Yeah, some people are are just like so against it that you know they're not. It's very difficult for them to, um, uh, like, what I'm trying to say. This is an energy that wants to serve. If you mm. use it properly, it can just help the energy flow in a more solid way out. Mm-hmm. So the whole purpose of technique and structure and discipline is is just to serve the purpose of self-expression. Uh, so that's that's like another type of um, blockage that prevents the, the creative life force, playful energy that wants to come out from coming. I have to say, I struggled with both blockages. <laughs> um, and working with you personally has been, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go as far as just sharing a little bit before we close, which, you know, I started my musical journey in 
you know, school, I picked up a clarinet, put it down, started the piano, put it down, started like, you know, typical, I think you hear a lot of these stories, you know, play an instrument for three months, put it down, never really connected to anything. Um, but I loved music and I loved music festivals. I really loved listening to music. I was the guy that, you know, when CDs were out, I had like a stack of CDs and I had a mini disc player. And then, you know, I was always listening and always just always consuming music. And it just meant so much to me to have really or like being access to just incredible music from all over the world. Um, and then I remember like going to my local Gurdwara and them wanting to learn to teach me the tabla, which is an awesome hand drum. And the sounds that come out of that, those two drums is just like on another level. And I remember going along to lessons and it was just so, so masculine, so structured, so regimented that it really sapped the joy yeah. <laughs> out of what was potentially yeah. there. Yeah. When I was witnessing it, I was watching someone else play it. It was just like, oh, my God, I'm lighting up like a Christmas tree. And when I was trying to play it, the way I was being taught, it was just like. And then I went on, again, a bit of a healing journey. I came to a djembe and I started learning that actually freedom of just tapping away and, you know, really finding rhythm. And it gave me so much joy to finally express music. And then there was this thing my wife is, can she she plays the guitar quite well, I believe, Touchwood. She is also, she wonders if she's great but I think she's amazing right um and so she, I was like you know I really want to learn how to play the guitar but even the concept of a chord was so far away from me and then with a bit of patience you know I learned a couple of chords things started to come together and I think with the guitar there's this massive resistance to get started because chord shapes are a bit interesting and then you know finger picking and then strumming and then you need a pattern into but once you sort of master that after about 12 18 months two years you can sort of really get a few songs under your belt with a few chords. But then I feel like there's like levels in the guitar and I found I really got stunted because I started listening to the world of music out there and I was listening to my three chord warrior ship and just, <laughs> just like, why did I even begin? <laughs> like people are amazing. And so I definitely felt that blockage of, of self-judgment. And then also what we've been working on you and I recently is just so much of the technical side of things. And it sounds so interesting to say that, you know, learning technical chops giving gives me more freedom of expression. It brings me so much more joy. I never thought discipline would feel so good. And I would go as far as sharing with you, Shai, that the lessons that we're in, the grace with which you hold the space, you know, it's like, yep, you know, you're willing to push me just a little bit in the spaces where it's like, yeah, you can go a little bit further here. Try that. Go on. And it's like, no, 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 oh, wait, and you're super patient. I really appreciate that. And, you know, pushing me just a little bit further. And then every now and then it's like, yep, and that's, you know, that's enough. You can work on that at home. No rush. Don't push yourself. Take a break sometimes if you need to come back to it. You know, there's a real nice balance there. And it's really healed because um, I've had other guitar teachers in recent history as well, and it hasn't really clicked. Um, but for me, your approach, and maybe it's just me and my connection to you, but it really works for me just to, the amount of push and also the amount of space that you afford um, and the grace with which you, you do that. I, I get a lot out of that brother. So I just want to take a moment to really acknowledge your process and pro and just, yeah, say thank you really is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. It really touches me to, uh, to hear that. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm really, really grateful. It's and the, the only other thing I wanted to share about, you know, going on these lessons and learning some of the technical aspects was I'm actually becoming a better father because of some of this stuff I've noticed. There are things like we're working on a song right now, Canto Nas Alturas, and I'm like working on patterns and things that like one week I just know that I cannot play. Like I just can't do it. And then, you know, I sit with the drills you give me, you know, two weeks later we drop back in and I've mastered it. 
and then I'm on to the next thing. Yeah. And I can build step by step by step by step. And I'm learning that I do this naturally in my other life, in the rest of my life, but I don't, I'm not as cognizant of it, but watching it happen on the guitar and in such beauty has been such a beautiful process because I'm growing and I'm learning, oh, I can conquer anything with yeah. the right guidance step by step, step by step. Rome wasn't built in a day. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a step with the right guidance. You know, if you put the seed in the right soil, it will grow. It will, you know, and I'm just watching how like, you know, it's it taught me how to introduce things to my son, you know, like step by step, step by step. I'm different at work. You know, it's like, yep, this is a massive problem. All good. Let's start with what can I do one step at a time. And so it does just sound like music and, you know, we've obviously reveled in a gorgeous conversation that I've loved. Hopefully the listeners have gotten a lot out of it too, but it, it, the, the lessons, you know, how they say you take yoga away from the yoga mat and live it out in the world. I feel like the guitar lessons, the music lessons that we share in, I definitely take the lessons I take uh, into the world and exercise in other spaces as well. So just really want to thank you brother for really being so awesome to me. Yeah, wow. Mm. Thank you so much. I get goosebumps. I have uh, tears. I feel like, wow, this is, uh, this is, why I'm, I'm doing this so good to hear thank you so much guys and girls tuning into the inspired evolution you heard me say this before i will put a link to shy's youtube channel in the show notes below of course um and link to patreon and i will put a link to the song that i'm learning right now which is el canto nice alturas in the show notes below just so you guys know what sort of music gets me going um and actually i'll put also a link to uh i think it was uh Sam Garrett Upsana, which was one of the first uh, tracks that I found of Shy playing a playing a cover and uh, the tutorial that I really connected to. So I'll put those links in the show notes for you guys to check out what's going on. Shy, brother, I am so grateful that you exist, but I have to thank you for this conversation in this episode first. So <laughs> thank you so much for doing this with us here today, sharing yourself so abundantly, so openly. On behalf of myself, the Inspired Evolution Tribe, wishing you all the best on your journey, brother. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really grateful as well. And thank you for this beautiful podcast and for, you know, sharing and spreading your message with, with people. It's amazing. Pleasure's mine, bro. Thank you so much for tuning in to this amazing episode of the Inspired Evolution. Without you, the Inspired Evolution tribe, this podcast would not be what it is today. Thank you so much for your love and your support. Thank you so much for being so inspired to evolve. It's truly inspiring. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Inspired Evolution on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution's video podcast. We release inspiring conversations such as this every week, along with guided meditations and empowering insights all designed to help you grow and evolve. Honestly, your subscription on YouTube to the channel helps us out a great deal. And one of the other benefits, if you're having any insights or shifts from these episodes that you want to chat about, or if you'd like to leave myself or the guest a message, please do so in the comments on YouTube. I truly look forward to hearing from you. And as always, Tribe, remember to stay inspired and keep evolving.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.